You are listening to a podcast providing education on how you can spot, report, and prevent trafficking. Through survivor-informed content, our team of survivors, industry experts, and community leaders are committed to increase survivor identification beyond 1% as the first step to ending child sex trafficking in America by 2030. Join us for real facts, real stories, and real ways you can be on watch with us. Hello, my name is Brittany Dunn. I am the COO of Safe House Project, and I am joined today by Christy Wells, my co-founder and CEO of Safe House Project. When Brittany and I founded Safe House Project in 2018, it was because we wanted to make a difference in combating trafficking. We knew that we had to become students of the industry first, though. We learned from survivors, and we connected with existing organizations, and we really worked to truly understand how in the world this evil had woven its way into the fabric of our country. Honestly, what we learned was startling. At that time, Health and Human Services were estimating that 300,000 American children were being trafficked every year in the United States, but that victim identification was at a mere 1%. But what we were really surprised to learn was that there were less than 100 beds in long-term restorative care homes for these kids that were rescued. Without a safe place to go, 80% ended up being re-victimized. That meant that out of that 1% we were able to identify, only 20% were escaping the cycle of victimization. As you can see, there were really two big gaps in the industry. First, victim identification was only at 1%. And second, there was a desperate need to increase survivor services. We know that this is a hard issue, but guess what? We get to be on the hope side of a dark issue when we really get to help people be on watch to increase survivor identification above 1%. And then we get to provide these kids a safe place to heal. But we cannot do this by ourselves. We knew that what, no one organization, one individual, or one community would be able to solve the issue of trafficking because, honestly, it's so complex and it's constantly evolving. But what we could do was work to unite survivors, nonprofits, organizations, government, corporations, and community members to all feel part of a solution. For those of you listening, that means you. When you are on watch, you get to be part of ending trafficking. The podcast equips everyone to spot, report, and prevent trafficking. We feature survivors and nonprofit organizations and community activists and corporate leaders to talk about their work and the strength that we all have when we unite under the common vision of ending trafficking. My absolute favorite part is that it's survivor-written. On Watch relies on survivors as the voice that will lead this movement forward. As survivor leader Hope said, being part of On Watch gave me a voice. All of a sudden, my opinion mattered. I was allowed to speak on something that I had lived. I was looked to for guidance, and I got to be part of an incredible team who had the same goal, ending human trafficking. Working on this project made me feel valued, heard, and important. All things that my trafficking took away from me. I love hearing how Hope being a part of the creation of OnWatch has reminded her that she has value and dignity and worth. That's why we're going to be introducing you to amazing nonprofit organizations who are on the front lines every day, working on behalf of survivors and working with survivors. As we mentioned earlier, safe housing and restorative care is really a vital part of a survivor's healing journey. We want you to hear from the industry leaders, and we want them to share about the impact that they're making in the lives of these survivors. And we want survivors to share about their own empowered journey to freedom.
You're absolutely right. A huge part of ending trafficking is supporting and celebrating survivors. It has been encouraging to see government leaders starting to learn how they can be more effective in their response to this hard issue. Honestly, we're all still learning the various ways that trafficking impacts our own communities. But what we do know is that education precedes action. Once we as citizens are educated, we need to use our voice and push for necessary change to not only serve survivors, but protect the next generation of children from being trafficked. Absolutely. And it isn't just about individual citizens, right? I mean, business leaders can use the power of their resources to activate an entire company to spot and report and prevent trafficking, or they can help launch a safe house in their community. Corporate America is one of the most valuable investors in the fight against trafficking. So we're so excited to not only launch on-watch community-based training, but also we'll launch industry-specific training programs that help train employees who are really on the front lines and have the ability to identify survivors. As you can see, the podcast is more than a weekly show. It reflects a collective response to one of the hardest social justice issues in our world. Education is key because once somebody is educated, we see them jumping in and saying, how can I help? How can I help? Those four words will change the course of history. When we all work together, change is possible. I hope you realize that you are the difference to ending trafficking. So please go online, take the OnWatch training at IamOnWatch.org and empower yourself to spot and report and prevent trafficking. Thank you for joining us today. Before we close our pilot, let me leave you with a quote from William Wilberforce, who once said, you may choose to look the other way, but you can never say again that you did not know. Each of us has had a defining moment in our life where we're faced with the choice to either engage or look away. We hope you'll subscribe to our podcast for future content about how you can make a difference in ending trafficking. Thank you for listening.